Hello and welcome to Comic Club, your friendly neighborhood comic book podcast. I am your host, Blaine McGaffigan, and I am joined, as always, by Adam, Adman Cook. Hey Blaine, great to be here. We are streaming to you live today from the spoiler-free zone. Whether you're just discovering comics or have been reading comics for a while, Comic Club is for you. This is our new spoiler-free episode where we chat about our first impressions, including the bare bones, who this comic is for, and judging a book by its cover. This month, we're reading Mouse by Art Spiegelman. Quick note, we're reading the complete edition, which includes volume one and two. Adam, give us the bare bones. Well, Mouse uh, essentially is a Jewish Holocaust survivor story told through mice. And um, it's kind of this seminal graphic novel and one that I feel like I've heard about like almost since I started reading comics and graphic novels and one that just seemed like an important kind of landmark um, title that I should always read. And it was always one that was on my list where I swear I've made these year goals for reading and put mouse on there several times. And I don't know why I just never got around to it until this year. I started reading it earlier in the year, and then when we discussed about having it actually be part of the comic club, I put it on the back burner and just put it on hold because I kind of wanted to wait until we were in the in the zone. And um, that is my background with Mouse. What do you know about Mouse, Blaine? Well, I've actually read Mouse before, and back in college, whenever I really started getting into comic books, we talked about that a little bit in the Zero episode. Um, I would go to the comic shop and mainly pick up superhero stories. But I had a friend who was taking a graphic novel literature class, and I was so jealous because it sounded awesome. They basically read all of the classics of the medium. Um, Mouse, I think, was one of the first ones they read. And what I would do is I would um, connect with this friend and borrow, literally borrow every single graphic novel they read right after she finished it. And then I would read it quickly and then talk with her about it. I'm like, what did y'all talk about in y'all's class? I like tried to vicariously be in the class. Um, But either way, I say that because I have read this before, but it has been many years. I, you know, have just started it. I'm in the beginning and it's nice to kind of be revisiting it in this time. And um, especially the father-son aspects of it, I'm kind of identifying with... um, this read through. So I'm excited to kind of go through it. Yeah. It must be a different perspective now as a parent. Oh yeah. I think I'm going to try to bring that up every episode if I can. Try to work that in as much as you can. Hold me to it. Um, Help hold me to it. I will hold you to that. Blaine, I have a question for you. Who is this comic for? Mouse is for the history buffs. You know, Mouse is also for people who like mice. Fathers and sons. Award snobs slash Pulitzer stands slash people who listen to NPR. Jews, Gentiles, and everyone in between. Fans of comics with an X. Survivors of all kinds. For the person who, when someone says comic book, they correct them by saying, graphic novel. Someone looking to read the classics. And that's who Mouse is for, everybody. I hope you're on the list. That's who Mouse is for. If you identified with any of those, go to your local comic shop, pick it up, and join us. We're going right into judging a book by its cover. Adam, let's judge this book by its cover. Well, as you may know, 
Judging a book by its cover used to be featured in the full full episode of the pod, but we decided to transport it over here um, because this just seemed more appropriate. And Mouse is a great cover to discuss. There's a lot going on there. It's got this pretty uh, grabbing iconography because it's got a Nazi swastika right front and center. And it also features this kind of cat rendition of Adolf Hitler um, with our two mice uh, characters kneeling below it as they hide or are persecuted in some way. And basically, it's just a really striking cover, I think. Um, it's got the reds, it's got the blue, uh, blacks, it's got the whites. And quick question real fast, Adam. You were reading the complete hard... You're reading the hardcover, correct? I have a soft cover. Okay, but but it's the complete single volume edition? Yeah, it's a complete single volume edition. You know, it's got the circle, it's got the swastika, it's like a spotlight, basically. I, I, I have the same thing. I just wanted to... Just double check that because I know there's a, there's a couple different editions out there. So just making sure everybody's thinking about the same thing here. I have the same thing. Yeah. And so that's what I've got there. And um, obviously, it's just a cover that kind of jumps off the shelf and makes you want to read it. While I was doing a little research on the cover, I found a pretty interesting story. In 2015, Russia essentially was going through a big purge and they wanted to get rid of any sort of Nazi propaganda is what they said. So anything with a swastika was completely eradicated and removed. And that included all the copies of Mouse because it had that on the cover. Even though this isn't a piece of propaganda, just because it had it on there, they decided to get rid of it. And Art Spiegelman actually said that it was you know, really foolish and he was really disappointed. And um, he was afraid that the same thing might happen in Germany. And so he contacted his German publisher, and they actually have a very similar rule. And his German publisher figured out how to get it approved as a scholarly work so that it could be um, just, you know, listed amongst all the other books because it does have historical value. And one thing I thought that was really interesting that Art Spiegelman said about it was that he said, we don't want culture to erase our memories. And um, so I think it's just, it's really important, especially in this kind of transitory period we're in, in the world right now, People are kind of discussing what monuments mean and how they factor into history. I think it's important to know that um, you still need to tell the story no matter what. Adam, that is fantastic. Those were all things I did not know. So thanks for sharing that. I am going to take us in a different direction because whenever I saw this cover, being the superhero fan that I am, my mind went to superheroes uh, over to 1981, the cover of Uncanny X-Men 141, the Days of Future Past cover. I'll describe it for you if you know it, I'm sure. Classic. It's uh, Old Man Wolverine. He's got his hand across, Kitty Pride protecting her. There's a spotlight in the background. There is um, pasted all the dead or captured mutants. And it's sort of you know, a story and an allegory for hunting down essentially a race of people too. And I thought that was interesting. And as I was kind of thinking about it, I was I was like, what came first? You know, that cover was in 1981. I know Mouse ran from 1980 to 1991. Um, the difference there, as I was really looking at this complete edition of Mouse and really trying to get my thoughts together about this is that cover... The X-Men one is about Wolverine kind of being the protector. And I think this one that I'm looking at now, and I don't even know who these characters are on the mouse cover just because I haven't got 
far enough and I'm not exactly sure, but it's one, you know, larger mouse with his arm around another mouse. Um, again, the spotlight of the swastikas behind them. You can tell they're in a bad situation, but it's one more of compassion. And I think that's what, you know, I'm, I think we'll find in this story is, you know, throughout these atrocities and these horrible situations, it's these survivors and how they banded together and how they did put their hands on each other's shoulders and help them through the cold, uh, the deaths, these horrible things that happened to them. And that was one that I wanted to mention. And then, Adam, I have the hardcover edition. That's why I wanted to point out the different editions to you. That's why. And what I'm gonna and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give a little shout out to my boy Barry Lacina. He taught me this move back in the day. You take the dust jacket, you take it off, and you throw it in the trash because don't throw it in comes, the trash. Don't throw it in the trash. That that is uh, yeah yeah. Don't be like the Russian you know who are trying to quell propaganda just you know put it in a drawer and highlight just the regular hardcover edition i'm holding this up to adam there is a picture um it just says mouse and it's a star of david and if if you picture a star of david it's an it's a upward facing triangle and a downward facing triangle and the downward facing triangle is just a mouse's head and i just love that that was a little discovery whenever i took off the dust jacket and i was like oh that's that's cute and i kind of like that as a little touch that is a great touch i don't have that on the soft soft cover there that's why i pointed it out bro man i'm missing out i'm gonna have to buy the other edition now i guess (sighs) well that's our first impressions of mouse everybody um come with us on a journey next episode as we dive deeper into this book next episode will be full of spoilers but thanks for joining us come club out Comic Club is brought to you from Upper Esh Media. This episode was edited by Adam J. Cook. Our intro and outro music is by Tiger Cub. Katie Livingston at Living Kate designed our logo. If you enjoyed the episode, tell a friend, follow us on social at Comic Club Podcast, and join our Facebook group to continue the conversation online. Remember, everyone, read more comics. Comic Club.